All right, so this one. Oh, God. Some props here. Oh, my God. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Chippendales. Can't find the latch. We'll just put it there. <clears throat> Hope you're ready. Get ready. Nice. Super ready. Oh my god. I'm so scared. Yeah. We're gonna see his dick for sure, right? Mm-hmm. I'm surprised we haven't already. All right. Yes. Welcome to the first annual Yakis. I hope you're excited. Super excited. I cannot wait. We've been polling around. I'm not actually going to wear this uh, bow tie because I don't want to. But if you have one, do you want to put it on? I do have one, but I don't know where it is. Maybe I will put it on. I don't know. Where's the hook? (laughs) All right. So after carefully consulting with the Academy, (laughs) we have a very long list of (laughs) categories, nominees, and I know there's plenty of speeches prepared. Sure. Uh, so what we're going to do is just go through the Yakis. We're going to do our best to keep deliberation on each. You know, this isn't the Oscars. We do it live so you can you can hear our deliberation. Sure. There's no secret ballots here. It's out in the open. It's a transparent you have, organization. Yes, it, it is. You have to defend your choices. So we're going to go through our 27, 27. categories. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus <God>. Christ. <laughs> Yeah, it's I'm pretty like sure. Yeah, no, there's only 26. Yeah. <laughs> Get ready. So the way this is going to work is we'll, we'll, there's going to be an intermission in the middle. Don't worry. There'll be time to pee. Can it be now? Okay. <laughs> yeah. This thing is not great. <laughs> These are not great without a collar on. Right. Not great with a collar on either. Get, get loose up in here. Yeah, probably not. So what we're going to do is we're going to work our way through these nominees. We're going to we're gonna kind of deliberate live, and then we're going to choose a 2020 winner for each of our Yaki Awards. Now, a, as our inaugural venture on this, it's a there's a little more, there's a longer time period. So our responses to this are not restricted to this season or this year of Yak Babies, but for our entire run. And there's also a couple uh, historical categories that you'll appreciate. Wait, just Yak Babies run or going back? Most of it is Yak Babies. There are some throwback categories. Just you know, get you have the Lifetime Achievement Awards fitting in there, right when like you know before the old people fall asleep. <laughs> yeah, the Irving Thalberg Service Award, or whatever. Excellent. <laughs> well, we'll 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 be accepting nominations for for new categories next year. <laughs> right. So let's try and keep the deliberation not twenty minutes per per one, but we also need to get this right. <laughs> right. Sure. A lot hangs in the balance. That matters most. <laughs> yeah, I want to do a good job. More than well, anything. you know, these are gonna these are gonna get carved into something. So I fear it's my skin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so our first category for the Yakis of 2020 is best sponsorship. Okay, great. And the nominees are. Oh, I'm gonna read all the nominees and then we'll. I know the winner already. Okay. The yep. nominees are Big Holes in the Ground for their sponsors of Big Holes in the Ground. Sure. Ron Artest's vest chest. Absolutely. Books and Lewis's sluices. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I vote strongly for Ron Artest's vest chest, both because it was my best idea and also because it got ruined by having to start the episode five times in a row because we kept right. 
and I was so proud of how funny it was. I was like, I'm these guys are gonna laugh when I say this, and then you did, but we couldn't release it as the actual episode because we had fucked it up. And so, like, the last time it was like there was not even a murmur for laughter, it was just like, Yeah, we know the joke has been said four times now, it has no more humor left in it. And I was very sad. So, my vote is for Marta's best chest. Though, when your chest needs the best, big vote. holes in the ground did stand by us, yeah, longer a long than time, most. certainly longer than yeah. books. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I might suggest, though, that Lewis's Sluis's best represents at least one of us on the podcast. Its origin, at least. <laughs> yeah. Its origin being yeah. a series not, of anal it, fissures out of which shit just drips. Yeah. <laughs> not just drips, just runs, yeah. really. That's a tough call. Flows. That's a tough call. <laughs> I think you might be right that Big Holes in the Ground is the longevity winner for sure. Just for longevity, yeah. But, but this is not also a longevity award, though. This is just best books. But we do want to show loyalty to our longtime sponsors. But books feels like that could be, you know, more in the, I don't know, the it philosophy our, of the podcast. Our log line. So maybe, maybe it's that. Maybe it's like, yeah, maybe it's how you give somebody an award because it makes you look better. So if yeah, we give maybe, an award maybe to maybe sponsorship, award, come back yeah. and sponsor us again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do we need them? Yeah, yeah. So it's like if it looks better if it's like best sponsor books. Ooh, Run our test rather test. than <laughs> Lewis's. Lewis's. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Run Our Test doesn't even pick up the phone. All in favor for call Lewis's. Lewis's. Uh, No, all in favor for books. I'm gonna use my one. All in favor for Ron Artest vest chest. Oh, that's it. We got those I things. Guess, yeah. All in say, favor for how, Big Holes. Me neither, but that's mine. I don't know how to do that. Oh. <laughs> oh. Big holes All right. So the winner of yeah, Best Sponsorship. Yeah, we have to do it audi- nice. Big yeah. Holes in the Ground. Congratulations. You'll get your right. origin of that? Does that have some good graves? It was just a dumb idea. I think it was just Aaron just randomly riffing while, and then yeah. it ended up sponsoring like yeah, 10 episodes. There was one episode where we kept yeah. trying to put yeah. holes in the ground jokes yeah. in, too. <laughs> oh, God. Is there an audio cue for the winner? Please. So there is. Oh, great. All right. Huge. Thank you, guys. That was wonderful. All right. We, we do have some serious categories here. So we're going to come out. You know, you got to lead with, with some serious ones. So we're going to come out. One, everyone's dying to know really where we land on this. What is the best main feed series? Huh. The best main feed series on Yak Babies. And the nominees are, what are we reading? Mm. What we look for in mm. Canon or Canon and Comics Club. Wow, this is tough. Lots of favorites in there. I have to say, yep. what are we reading was the first episode we ever did of a podcast, period. Yep. And was the yep. the whole function of the podcast for several years. So, right. And it's about books. And it's yeah. about books, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Can or can is about books but too. I, what I would, yeah, uh, yeah. What I would say is, what are we reading? Is the big holes in the ground of this category? It was, it was, it's yep. the one that we've done the most often. But I think mm. canon or canon, when we all read the same book, that gets more of a instead of a book report feel, it's more of a. I think you're right about that. And but canon or canon is a good. Book. I've heard positive comments on canon or canon from listeners. But is it too early? Mm. We've only published what two of it's them. Like, uh, Oh, it's true. Yeah, yeah. We gotta we gotta withhold the award. Like, can't give an Oscar to Shia LaBeouf, or do we give an Oscar to Angelina Jolie? She did. I my my vote is going to go for the young upstart canons and canons. Yeah, I feel like it's more of a Shakespeare in Love situation than an Angelina Jolie. (laughs) It's more (laughs) egregious. 
I'm glad I, I what we looked for and got some got some love in the nomination process. Oh yeah, mm. that was a good series. I, I feel like that was a a good series that just never got but, off. Yeah, the, no one cared. No one and cared. also, it was like <laughs> once we got out of a couple, it was like, well, we said our yeah. piece here. There's not much more ground to cover with them. It was limited. Mm. I have a lot of love. Yeah, for, but we. I mean, right. we we never got to poetry. Like we didn't finish like the ones we should have. That's true. Maybe someday we will. I have a lot of love right. for Comics Club. That was one of my favorite ideas in the relaunch mm-hmm. in the Yak Babies era. And also, we could sure. possibly read Comics Club as an inspiration for Canon or Canon, as a predecessor to Canon or Canon, because we're all reading one thing together and talking about it. But also kind of fell apart towards the end. Yeah, the Story Club all the way died. So at least we're still doing something akin to Comics Club. It's true. That's true. Story Club. Yeah. Story Club did have did have our our best hey, guest let's stars. Let's not get by ahead far. of the program. Here. <laughs> mm. uh, oops! <laughs> did I just blow categories three through seven? I'm gonna vote for what are we reading? Yeah, me too. With the caveat that it's the I'm voting. Those are also the episodes that I'm least interested in listening to. Really mm-hmm. interesting. That's we- that's a weird choice then. Me for too. You, oh, I'm shit. gonna go Canton. I didn't. I didn't. I did not. Oh. Chop that award in half. We have to... (laughs) Who's the vice president of the podcast? (laughs) Does Kathleen listen? Okay. (laughs) Uh, No, no, she doesn't. (laughs) I I think we got to deliberate. Yeah. I think we do. I I, I think there's a case to be made for what we're reading. Yeah. Uh, But I also think that... It's the backbone. It's the backbone, but it's also the least structured. Where, like, it's, it's so... It's dependent on... If we, if we read books, I'm just gonna flip my yeah, vote in, in the interest of time. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> all right, Irish, Irish, goodbye. Well, you're the one that was well, really stressing me. No, that's all right. If you flipped this vote, then there's no point. I, oh, okay. <laughs> I, I don't need a. I don't need a twelve angry men. That's we're on the third. We're we're the second category of twenty seven. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's what. That's my my sense. We're twelve minutes in. This is going to yeah. take us approximately two days. Not everyone can get days. Best Picture, but sometimes you get some of those those dumb editing awards. True, yeah. Uh, adapted Screenplay is a huge one. Yeah. All right. I think you should win the dumb editing award. <laughs> that's where that's going. Maybe next year. All right. So uh, what are we reading? Winner of Best Main Feed Series for 2020, Yaki. Congratulations. Our next category is Best Bonus Series. Oh, nice. And the nominees are Emi, mm. Unused Audio. Oh, this is tough. <laughs> bro to bro, uh-huh. drafts. Oh fuck! Oh, that's so that's hard. Super hard. And oh. do blanks have drafts? Names? Oh, drafts. Yeah, okay. <laughs> the the yeah, that's like young like first movie. The that's like only a George one style one best director for Get Out. <laughs> this yeah. is a hard one. That's like when somebody calls a festival the first annual festival, and it's like. No, you don't get to say that until there's a second one. Until until there's a second one, it's just it the, be the only one. Who knows? I, I mean, yeah, I we got to go bro to bro. I there's don't know. No. Emi, though. Yeah. We've gotten a lot of joy out of Emi. I, that's I, true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, that's hard. It, for me, it's between those two. I feel like bro to bro is where we all learn the most about each other, and thus the audience does as well. I think I also, yeah. I'm learning that I tend to default to my first choice is the longest running Thing, and we've been doing Broder Bro since page count. Do you remember the first one? I believe the episode's called Broder Bro. We can go find it. Yeah, I remember there was one about 
there was an early one about like picking up sunglasses off of a train track or something like that. They were in a condom or something. It was baby sunglasses. Yeah, baby sunglasses. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I found those. And so, yeah. yeah, that was you. <laughs> that shit was Jesus weird. Christ. <laughs> yeah. It was like uh, one of those six-word short stories: baby, con- baby, baby, sunglasses, condom, train Sad. track. Sad. <laughs> Sad. It was a Trump-style tweet at the end. Just sad exclamation point. Sad. Yeah, I mean, or- you're right, Brick. E is a a very reliable oh, favorite, and we use it yeah. more than anything, more than Bro to Bro, even I would say. Do we? Oh, uh, maybe not more than Bro to Bro. No, I think Plus, in terms of games, there's so many bro to bros games, that house within them. That's true. We do have bro Other bro to bros, broception. Emi makes me personally right. laugh more than anything else that we do. Yes, Emi is the result or is the the origin of one of the funniest moments of the podcast of all time. Many of them, I think. Yeah, I agree yeah. with that. Yeah, but which one are you thinking of? The Goodreads. Oh, but but I, I right, bro to bro might be more. But I would say. Mm-hmm. I would also say the the humor comes in the Emi comes mostly from the machine mm. rather than oh from ourselves from the although Bro Bro was responsible for losing listeners when we did discuss the pubes in the fridge episode. <laughs> yeah, fuck them. <laughs> we don't That's want those kind of listeners. Classic <laughs> episode. All right, I suppose. All right, all in yeah. favor of Bro to Bro? I'm gonna go too. All right, so it, me, it's, you, you, yeah, we've got to do something audible, bro. right? Unanimous, bro to bro. Holy shit! Plus, bro to bro uh, did show up on Silicon yeah, Valley as a joke shortly after we created it, and I was like, "Holy shit, that's our idea!" So it's in the culture. All right, so the winner yeah. of best bonus series for 2020 is bro to bro, bro to bro. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh yeah, the robot should give a, th- a, a, a sentence speech. Thank you for giving me the award for best bonus episode of Big Babies. This has been brought to Robot. <laughs> he was here. I didn't, <laughs> the this is the first time he's been in the podcast and the character, but he's going to so show I, up. I don't know if you noticed, but now. the the, robo- the robot was fired. <laughs> <laughs> he's been it's he's true. been replaced with a lady robot. It's true. <laughs> uh, because it's the website hard, I use no longer exists, so I had to find a new one. And the oh really? Yeah, and the lady sounded better, so we now have a lady robot. So it's change of, change yeah. of the guard. It's all right. I don't know what that his just name says. Bro to bro, robot Yvonne robot. So we'll, we'll uh. come up with a name for her. <laughs> robot ro, Robira. <laughs> okay, Robira it is. All right, next category. This one's going to be a deep cut that many viewers and listeners may not even be aware of uh, oh, by nature of what it is. And the category is best lost episode. <laughs> <laughs> this might bring up a few wounds, but that's okay. Yeah. And and the okay. nominees are Comics Roulette number one. <laughs> oh. Bro to bro, public boners. Jesus. <laughs> the Cohen brothers <laughs> and Bro to Bro Wham. Bro to Bro Wham. Was it? Well, I don't remember those last two. That was when Aaron asked us if we all agreed that that Wham song was about abortion. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. My. 
favorite part about this category is that it's, got real dark. It's it's maybe the most self indulgent because there's no way that any listener can possibly know any of these. This is yeah. no, this is not the most self indulgent. <laughs> <laughs> there's more. There's more room to grow. I'm gonna I'm oh gonna go God. wham. What happened to the Cone Brothers? Nico's audio was lost, and I tried to put it back together, oh, and it was no. just he spoke more than the rest of us, and it was just impossible. Right. right. Uh, all right. Let's say I'll say that one then because it's my fuck up. <laughs> get ignominiously get that award and burn it. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with comics roulette because that almost broke up the podcast. <laughs> really did. Remind me what that one was. I made fun of Superman. <laughs> It was more complicated I, than like, that. But I yes. pretended Superman was like a girl doing a video vlog, and Aaron was just not in the mood. So he said, we're done. Turned it off. Yeah. <laughs> and then there was a, an email exchange that got, <laughs> wow. got a dark. I don't know if I was there for that one. So you pulled a full uh, uh, Gallagher? We just walked away from the I interview? I did a Gallagher, yeah. yeah Gallagher, where are you going? I was like, I'm done. <laughs> Get back here, Gallagher. I felt really bad about being a bully, so uh, all the lessons were learned. Totally fine. I'm not voting for Comics Roulette for that reason, because it was too real. I'm voting for Public Boners, for sure. Yeah, Public Boners was just one where, like, we decided after the fact, like, someone was going to get Yeah, wrong, absolutely. So. <laughs> yeah. I'm voting for Wham, wow. just because no one was following the thread on what you were saying. <laughs> And we're all just kind of humoring you, and then you started singing it and explaining why it was about abortions, and we still didn't agree, but you just kept going. And then after trying to edit it, I was like, I can't, we can't. Okay, I changed my vote to Wham too. That's. I wish I could remember more of how, because you sent us the audio of it, and it was pretty dark, but funny. <laughs> yeah, well, it just ended up being a lot of abortion yeah. jokes. Man, Boners was good too. Ooh. Yeah, I'm still going Wham. All right, well, I think it's Wham then. All right, Wham, winner of best yeah. lost episode. Make sure you congratulate it. You will never hear it. There's some others too. Oh God, I should go back and try to find some of the ones we like decided not to push, uh, put out there. Yeah, it happens once in a while. There's, there's been a handful. Of yeah, most in the most in the Patreon content. The episodes themselves usually come out. A couple obviously have been lost, but like usually the bonuses are like, well, that's maybe that's for the secret secret podcast that no one has access to except for us. Right. All right. Congratulations to Wham for Good its work, Wham. success. Our next category in the 2020 Yaki Award, Most Concerning Literary Crush. Okay. Oh, dear. And the nominees are David for Kevin Barry. <laughs> I'm not concerned about it at all. Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> confident about that. Brick for Ian McEwen. Mm-hmm. That's concerning. There's some problems there. Aaron for Ilsa, She-Wolf of the SS. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. It's a tough call. Yeah. Was that it? Only the three? The, the three nominees. Okay. Uh, I feel like the answer is pretty clear. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go Aaron. Yeah, for sure. Whenever you have Nazism yeah. involved there, it's a and, problem. And boners. Yeah. 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 Problematic boners. With Bricks. The problem with Bricks, it's an abusive relationship. He keeps yeah, going yeah. back. Yeah, can't stop. Again and it's again. It's sad. But we way, profit but... from it because it's always fun to hear about the new shit. Yeah, and we typically vote right. for abusive relationships here. Yeah. Mm. All right, congratulations, Aaron. Your Yaki's in very, the mail. Very proud. Hopefully it comes to the statue of Ilsa Shilvon of SS that I can crank off to. <laughs> 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 yeah. Just take Just the covered. jizz glazed one down off yeah. your shelf. That's the problem. Oh, my God. <laughs> Needs a real yeah, cleaning. It's like a, a stalactite right at this point. chisel. <laughs> <All right. laughs> it's actually a stalagmite because it comes up from the ground. How do you know? 
It's so welded to the ceiling. Just dripping. We're slowly building it up. Yeah. That's Maybe dripping. there's a little bit of both, and, and eventually it'll form a column. Our next category, best performance by a podcast guest. Nice. Okay. And the nominees are... You have to say it. Marcos. Oh, shit. Chaya Bhuvaneshwar. Okay, that's not right. <laughs> How do I pronounce it? How do we pronounce it? I don't remember, but it wasn't bad. Okay, great. Amelia Gray. Oh, yeah. Or Brick and Nico's Dogs. <laughs> and now Dave's. Hey. Most frequent podcast goes to the dogs for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mine is making yeah. a push today, but <laughs> too late. Yeah, normally Dave's pretty quiet, but we can add her. Gosh. I'm voting that we we pick Marcos just so we can have him send in an acceptance speech. Yeah, I was going to say, it's between Amelia mm, Gray and Marcos. I don't know. It's like, yeah, it's like when Conan O'Brien has... Andy back on his show as a guest, and it's like you're not a guest. Like <laughs> <laughs> you're just Andy. It, it was it was fun listening through old episodes and and hearing Marcos be the host. Oh yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah, in the yeah. New Orleans days when we used to call and just scream into the phone. Was that Yak Babies or was that? Yeah, once it was Yak Babies at least. <laughs> yeah, that was a good that was a good moment. Amelia Gray was a great guest. She was Amelia Gray was, was a super great guest. cool. I think we have to say Amelia Gray. That was the most legit our podcast has ever been. Yeah, yeah. I was getting Amelia Gray on it for sure. Yeah, downhill from there. <laughs> well, it's tough. So you're voting between loyalty to your friends and you're like, it's like a Jenny from the Block style, you know? Like even oh, like uh, Marcos is our origin story. What was the context for Marcos? Yeah, we call every once in a while. <laughs> We, we we called him we, we called him in on a couple episodes to talk about what is he did Miss Marvel mm. discussion on that he did oh, what's our reading we called mm. him like kind of randomly one time and he just like pitched in on some stuff I think it was the COVID one yeah I think you're right yeah it's always fun to hear from him. it's always great when Mark is on the podcast I love it I, I think I have to vote for Amelia Gray on here I think yeah okay yeah. let's do that <laughs> all right sorry, sorry Marcos you can still send an acceptance speech and we'll share yeah it. we chose fame over yeah. over loyalty Marcos and you should every time. <laughs> Every time you should have expected that. <laughs> yeah, we, we and we will continue. To. All right, uh, congratulations, Amelia Gray. We will send you a yak in the mail. We should actually send her. <laughs> Just shows up. <laughs> Says it does it for bomb material. To see, it's like yeah. Text Dave. What the hell is these this? guys? You still doing yeah. that thing? How did these guys get You're my address? <laughs> Our next category: best performance of a character actor. Oh, shit. And the nominees are Aaron for the MAGA gnome. Aaron for the smooth jazz voice guy. Aaron for Tyler Not Gregson. Or David Milburn for Pando. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, I don't get it. Remember Pando? the name of the actor that was Pando. Is that... With that horrible... Yeah, I I definitely remember it, yeah. (laughs) Weird calm sound. I've forgotten the smooth jazz guy. I think. Well, you also have to. You have to recuse yourself from this. True. Yeah. There's oh, also yeah. the Maga gnome, the New Year's baby. Yeah. So, so no. So the the nominees are Maga gnome, oh. smooth jazz voice, and Tyler Knox. I will confess, I'm disappointed that Giant Tremaine did not show up on this nomination list because I thought it was one of the best of our character guest stars for sure. Johnny, Johnny. Giant Tremaine, who could not get Dave to acknowledge his existence, it was heartbreaking for him. Yeah. Ayn Rand made some appearances too. Some had some oh, hard yeah, cuts. Sure. Iron's vodka. My, my my vote's gonna go for I think, smooth. I jazz think now we have to call him Johnny Silverhand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling TKG, but 
I wonder if has TKG made an appearance on Yak Babies? He 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 did make a Yak Babies appearance. However, it was not his most memorable okay. appearance. Yeah, was it, which is yeah. I recall being pretty drunk. I'm going to go Tyler, not Gregson. Well, can you shoot up? I just feel it. Wow. He's a podcast all-star. <laughs> he gets mentioned I mean, a lot. He's been a part of the podcast yeah. for a long time. Yeah, he does. And he's sure. terrible every time. Remember, we're voting not we're not voting for the characters. We're voting for the best mm. performance of a character. Oh, okay. Which is why I'm voting for smooth that's, jazz voice. It does the case. Shows Aaron, <laughs> really shows Aaron's range. That's what I'm capable of. <laughs> it speaks to my origins in radio, too. Yeah, that's a good call. If it were like a lifetime thing, I would pick TKG. But if it's just one-off, best single appearance, then yeah, smooth okay. jazz. Ooh, look at me convincing you guys. Yeah, it worked. The winner for best performance of character, Aaron. Aaron for smooth jazz voice guy. <laughs> You're going to be getting some yakis in the Can't wait. I'm going to move my shelf yeah. next to my Chamber 4 have... All-Star Reader Award. Which you can see right there. Boop. In my window. All right. That little pink star is my Chamber 4 All-Star Reader Award. Oh, yeah. When I was trying to entice people to do things yeah. for things with trophies. You were the only winner. Why don't you take a little break? Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> to the yakis night two of the yakis night, night two <laughs> for our seventh hour of straight yak awards content our next category is most embarrassing moment jesus this is all me i'm sure <laughs> <laughs> and the nominees are aaron for getting too drunk to function on the episode emi goodreads multiple episodes <laughs> Brick for bullying Aaron and killing comics roulette in the process from the episode. Oh yeah, lost comics, <laughs> uh, lost episode comics roulette. Dave for telling George Saunders he has huge toast <laughs> from the episode brushes with literary fame. And Brick for that time that he forgot what episode <laughs> he was doing <laughs> and started answering a different question mid sentence. That was a great episode from the episode unused audio. Brick's senior. Oh, that's moment. tough. Was Aaron's good read the one where you said we need to take him on a drive? <laughs> that was yeah. a good moment. To be released in the woods and forgotten. Yeah. That's the most embarrassing to me is mine because I was, I listened back to the episode and I'm like, I cringe at how awfully drunk I was and how I ruined the episode, which was like one of the best episodes for sure. And I just like totally nailed it right. or killed it by being like so drunk. No, I think that enhanced right. it for me. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess if you weren't me, it would enhance it. If mm. you are me, then you feel bad about what you've done. Right. But Dave embarrasses yeah. the front of George Saunders is fucking all time. The counterpoint to that one is it didn't actually happen on the... Yeah, that's true. I'm going to vote for Dave and George Saunders, too, because his embarrassment was palpable. It was embarrassing to time. tell, though. <laughs> Came through, for sure. And it was the, the funniest without, you know... <laughs> yeah. And it ended up on a t-shirt. True. And I've heard... Which I almost wore today. I've heard multiple listeners comment on that moment as being really good. Uh, they laughed their asses off at that story. So that's that's fuck. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Dave. Looks like you're reeling in your first yaki of the night. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I couldn't be prouder. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the size of that dose. 
<laughs> so fucking good. I think I lost that audio, which sucks. It might be on a on an old flash drive somewhere. Oh but yeah, you gotta look for that. Be a shame. We're getting to the part of the night where we're getting nice. into the good stuff here. So our next category is best emi oh, yeah. result. We have a number. This is a crowded field on this one. All right, the nominees are the applicator. <laughs> The snake sees the hiding place with the children. The snoogle flieger. Wooden furniture. Mm. I think that hard work is awesome. <laughs> and animal dwarf Lulu, the first zero of Nepal. What was the very first one? The applicator, applicator. which was... Right. I mean, we can go through it. So mm. the applicator was Bartleby the Scribner. Yes. The snake sees the hiding place with the children had something to do with gestation periods and yaks. <laughs> oh, wow. The snoogle flieger was just the snoogle flieger yeah. written by Jimmy Carter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, though it was pretty funny for Nico to pretend it was uh, Ford for a bit. That was a good moment. Wooden Furniture was like the most on-the-nose one. That was yeah, uh, that was The Giving Tree by Shel Silverstein. Oh, shit. That was painful. Was just like the darkest yes. emi of all Remember that? I think that hard work is awesome. Is Donald Trump saying that women shouldn't work? And Animal Dwarf Lulu, the first zero of Nepal, speaks for herself. Yeah, it's got to be yeah. Animal Dwarf That's my Lulu. hands down. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm Animal wearing a Dwarf Lulu's shirt. Animal dwarf Lulu. Brilliant moment. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Sure. And the fact that it took you three tries to spit it out because we were all laughing so hard. Yeah. She came she came in the favorite and she walks away the yeah. queen. That's the way. Left out of that category though was the one about the the semi permanent water pump that is also <laughs> one of the best ones too. And I love Yeah, I mean look, we could we could go through a hundred emis and Maybe we should. We should just start eating the best Just do like a meta emi. Oh, yeah. Animal Dwarf Lulu, uh, we will send this to Nepal. You can receive it in your yak palace. All the other zeros. There's only she one. was the first. She, well, she's the first. Yeah, I guess that implies second like subsequent yeah. zeros. Yeah. I, look, she became our mascot. Absolutely. I mean, now we have one. The next, the next two categories are a little, little wishy-washy, but we're gonna, we're gonna. Okay. There's a distinction. So the next category is most memorable quip or reaction. Okay. And the nominees are Aaron, take that, John Calvin, you fucking idiot. From Emi, Calvin, and Hobbes, or Calvin, or Hobbes. Brick, you made a huge cake? From bro to bro stalkers. Brick, now Aaron feels better about calling her a whore. Classic Maya Angelou line. Of course, talking yeah. about Maya Angelou on the author trivia episode. David, two shots of tequila, and he's blowing dudes. <laughs> <laughs> From unused audio, Hall and Oates. And Aaron, you motherfucker, that's offensive in multiple ways. <laughs> and that was when I implied that the book Aaron would insert himself into would be obviously To Kill a Mockingbird. <laughs> Ooh, that's tough. This is, this is going to be a tough one. Can you quickly go through them again? Yes. Aaron, for take that, John Calvin, you fucking Uh. idiot. Brick, for you made a huge cake. (laughs) Brick, for now Aaron feels better about calling her a whore. David, for two shots of tequila and he's blowing dudes. And Aaron, for you motherfucker, that's offensive in multiple ways. (laughs) That's not really just a quip. That's just a, you know... (laughs) It's a quip reaction. or reaction. Okay. That's why I had a hard time. Yeah. With these uh, yeah. Yeah. I think it's got to be that Hollow Notes episode is pretty good. Or not episode, but like a little bit of audio from seeing the Hollow Notes. Your almost. dick is on my lips. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> when I'm sucking your cock. Yeah. That's great. Uh, what were you saying, Nico? I think it's got to be uh, take that Calvin, you motherfucker. 
True. To yeah. get on a shirt. Yeah. It, it was pretty funny. You know, just a, there was no thought involved in that one. <laughs> yeah. I was also proud. I, I think it's hard to hard to argue against the cake thing. Yeah. That was one of the funniest. Yeah. Because it's so against what we were all picturing, too. Well, not all of us. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not, not all of us. I would say uh, that, too, probably. Okay. Yeah. Maya Angelou is close, um, but uh, I think it's got to be you made her a huge cake. But also, Aaron saying, you motherfucker, that's offensive in multiple ways, is pretty emblematic. <laughs> the whole relationship between you two. Just the whole podcast. <laughs> yeah, just all of it. Um, all right, votes up. Who, who's voting for Aaron for Take That John Calvin, You Fucking Idiot? Me. Who's voting for Brick, You Made a Huge Cake? All right, that's the winner. Congratulations to me. Hey, I think nice. that's my John first. Uh, my first. Get some hardware. Nico, falling behind here. Say more racist right. shit. Nico. Our next. <laughs> you know, Don't worry. Too. All right, here we are. Kathleen, get ready. All right. Secrets revealed. <laughs> this is a very similar category. They're sister categories. Most memorable statement or comment. Okay. David for saying, most people ask because I go through the legs and back to front, don't I get poop in my balls? But it's never happened. Strong <laughs> for the, the episode, bro, bro, wiping. Aaron for saying, those dogs is little. Uh. <laughs> from the episode, bro to bro, what is the worst dog? <laughs> Nico. For saying a streetcar named Ray. <laughs> Unused audio, a streetcar named Grape. And David for how about that thing where after you die, you can still get a boner from Broder Bro Corpses. Those are all really good. This one is going to be very difficult. Yeah. I think we got to cut out the boner one because the thing that made it funny was like a technical accident. That made it so funny, though. It's true, but it's not like funniest moment. It's like, what, funniest statement or something? That's true. That is true. It was so perfectly timed, though. Just in the middle of the story. What about a thing where you get bored you die? Completely moved on. I gotta go those dogs as little, because that's one of the funniest moments of this whole thing we're doing. Yeah. That's got to be one of our longest extended laughs of the of the whole run. Yeah. Streetcar Named Rape was also really good, because of how, like, it completely derailed that game. <laughs> like, like... kind of came out of nowhere. <laughs> came out of nowhere. <laughs> What was the other one? Don't I get poop on my balls? <laughs> mm. Yeah. That's my vote. That's my vote. Yeah, that's got to be it. I, I think those dogs oh, are little. It's probably going to vote two here. Wow. But I, I can be swayed to the Dave poop in the balls because I was not expecting him to come it's out the gate with just... that one. Also, you're very wrong on your wiping technique. So is Aaron, yeah, then. That aside. That's another split. True. Yeah. Okay. This is a... Yeah. This is a... This is a, a recipe yeah. for it. I, I try... We've been there. I tried it your way. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Give it time. <laughs> It's not how asses are meant to be. Wiped. It's the way he phrases it. The phrase is the statement. Some people think because I go back to front that I get poop my balls, but it's never happened. It's the phrase, but it's never happened. And the matter of fact way he said it, it's just perfect. It's one of the things yeah. I've ever heard in my entire All life. Right. I, I, I'm convinced. I think that one can win. And David needs some, some yeah. more hardware anyway. So the winner is David. Most people ask because they go through the legs back to front. Don't I get poop in my balls? But it's never happened. I'll take it. Congratulations, David. <laughs> For our next category, the worst book we read. Oh, shit. And the nominees are Early Work by Andrew Martin. Winner. <laughs> Candy Coated Murder by... 
Kathleen okay. Suzette. Early work by Andrew. <laughs> yeah. And early work by Andrew. Ugh. <laughs> I mean, tempting to vote for Candy Hood and Murder because, because of, we got yeah. pranked by Bonnie as a result of our infraction. But I, mm-hmm. I guess Andrew Martin is yeah. on, we, on merits alone. Do we, we want to read Martin his story collection and see if it's worse than our work? This one. I think we have to. Because also that one of the uh, yeah, shit, what's her name? Her, she appears in it. His co-protagonist. Yeah, isn't it like a pseudo-sequel or whatever? Oh, yeah. I think we have to. I also think we have to and attempt to be fair. And obviously the stories were written first and were part Mm -hmm. of the book deal. Sure. Yeah. Which means they're even worse. Congratulations, Andrew Martin, on at least something good coming out of your shitty book. (laughs) (laughs) It's a real feather in his cap. (laughs) Yeah. All right. The next category is best Twitter moment and the nominees are hashtag yakfacts. Bonnie trolling the Yeeks with a fake account claiming to be Kathleen Suzette's mom. And I don't know who wrote this one, but the James Patterson dunk, who took the swing when he posted a picture of him playing golf? (laughs) Mm. (laughs) I think maybe Dave wrote that one. (laughs) That's pretty good. Uh, Wasn't it a hole in one? Yeah, he's like, hey, I got a hole in one today. And (laughs) who took the swing? (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about that. <laughs> I think that one's a contender, but it has to be Bonnie. That that Bonnie yeah. shit killed me. And what's even yeah. funnier about the Bonnie thing yeah. was also the side text conversation we had concurrently while we're trying yeah. to figure out whether it's real or not. Absolutely. And like my immediate concern that we had gone too far. And I was like, let's not antagonize moms on Twitter. Yeah. It's not what our podcast is all about. Meanwhile, Bonnie is just like rolling on us. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> so good. The text said, holy shit, it's fucking Bonnie. Yeah. Yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, it was, it was also, it was brilliant because it wasn't just the author getting mad, which I would have shrugged off. It was like, it was the mom getting mom. mad on her behalf, which is like, yeah, fuck. With yeah. intentional spelling and set, Yeah, right. when we thought it was the mom and that was her only tweet. Like, she set up a Twitter account just to yeah. get at us for that. Was, but all that is plausible. Yeah, like yeah, exactly. Yeah, we definitely would, fell like, for get, it. Have a Google alert set up for her daughter, mm-hmm. get mad about our stupid podcast, and then try to tweet about it. Yeah, yeah I, I bought all sure. that. Yeah, very plausible. Uh, yeah. All right. So good. Congratulations, Bonnie, good work, Bonnie, on your yakky. You deserve it. You earned it. Sure did. All right, here's here's where we get into really <laughs> oh here now <laughs> really <laughs> we're not there we weren't there yet all right best behind the scenes the night we bar hopped in Plymouth drinking and throwing around ideas for a new show finding more than once the Marco statue mm. in the Korean grocery store <laughs> or Dave's palpable fear of Pando. <laughs> <laughs> I want to throw in just a, as a writer nomination, a writer vote for Paco Querac there. Ooh, Is that Paco Querac. That was a great runner. <laughs> <laughs> These days. Also, everyone's disappointment playing Hidden Agenda. <laughs> yeah. I got to vote for the Marco statue. Probably, I yeah. Me too. Yeah. It was so much fun to find that thing. And then the fact that we didn't get it, one of the worst decisions we've ever made as a, as a collective group of friends. Yeah, that was a really... What was it, $99? Really, how much was it? Yeah, it was really expensive. It was pretty expensive. That's, but I mean, the, the for Korean grocery statue. store where we buy all the snacks. Yeah. Well, it was like a porcelain. The, pic- the picture of Aaron standing next to it is among my favorite possessions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't believe we didn't get it. It's like a slight endorsement moment for us, for sure. Just like what I would have been like if we had bought that Marco yeah. statue. 
and then your life would have been different. Also, it was too expensive, but we spent like $150 on uteruses and fucking shrimp crab. Like a bunch of shit that we just like ate and then vomited up. Yeah. <laughs> that you wouldn't even like. Most of what we didn't, yeah. So once in a while we did cock to asses. It was fabulous. It's true. There were some, some winners in that one for sure. Yeah, I say I vote Hot for the statue. Yeah. The winner of uh, best behind the scenes moment was finding more than once the Marco statue. And there, now Marcos is on board. Yeah, good job, Mark. On the board. Yeah. All right, so this next one I'm a little reticent oh, to share because, uh, no, not for embarrassment's sake, but because it might be one of those things that no one besides me notices because hmm. I edit the podcast oh. and now I'm afraid if I point it out, everyone will notice it. So the category is most annoying edited out audio. <laughs> so I try my best to. Oh edit out all of our ticks and stuff. We all say um and ah a lot, but yep. there's one there's one of us that says it the most and that is Aaron. Oh. So the question is when they do slip through and make it into an episode either because I miss them or because I can't edit them out without ruining the flow of conversation, which are the most disruptive or uh, distracting audio sounds they okay. get through. So the nominees are for breathing too loudly into the microphone. <laughs> yeah. Dave, right on board. Uh, Aaron for um. Yep. Nico for saying like more than a 12-year-old girl. <laughs> or Dave for stairwell sounds and air conditioner hums. Okay. <laughs> pretty good, too. I, yeah, I did learn there's good. like a, a noise oh filter God. thing, which has helped that tremendously. But I didn't learn that until about 35 to 50 episodes in. Any one of these. <laughs> yeah, I've got to say brick because of yeah, the reason the that if it annoys you while you're editing it, then you know it's really bad. They're, they're all annoying. Yeah. They're equally annoying it must to be edit, really annoying. to hear. I yeah. agree with that one, but I'm, I think that's partially because it's me. But I don't know. Maybe not. I got to say, I don't notice these things. The, so the ums are the easiest uh, to get rid of. So you don't even notice, really. Like It's very rare I let mm. an um get through. I yeah. edit out a lot of likes, but sometimes I have to leave them in because otherwise it just sounds like you're having a stroke or something, and there's, <laughs> there's, no, there's no transition, or it just sounds like you're just rapidly switching between things. Yeah, so the, the likes get left in. Huh. The stairwell sounds are mostly gone now because I found that filter. But there's two or three episodes right. where, like, every time Dave talks, like, yeah, I don't record out yeah. there anymore. Yeah, so which right. helps. Yeah. So I'm also voting for breathing into the mic. I think it's got to be between me and Brick because because like Dave said, like he doesn't record out there anymore. And as far as listenability, yeah. <laughs> as far as listenability, yeah. Aaron adds more than he detracts. So you can't be <laughs> the one. The, the one thing that Kathleen said when she listened to a couple of episodes was <laughs> was, oh, Aaron's like a real podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You know? Yeah. He's definitely in charge. Yeah. And he's the host. And he's yeah. He's I mean, we've we've had the episodes without Aaron and they don't hold together. So I'd say it's either me Listening or Brick. to Brick try and do the intro to the podcast during the oh, games that you guys did was I was like We've been doing it for how long now? Like yeah. Through osmosis, you must have absorbed the process. I mostly check out until you say my name. <laughs> <laughs> I'll vote for break too, but I guess this is also just like, I, like I said, I don't notice these things at all, so um, this is surprising to me. Dave, what do you think? Same? Yeah, I guess. All right, great. So happy to get that one. <laughs> <laughs> all right. 
the funniest moment. Now we're getting into the good stuff. This is a big one. This yeah, get one. ready. Take yeah, it is. There's a, we have six nominees Ooh. for this one. All right, so the nominees are Brick for implying Aaron previously called Maya Angelou a whore <laughs> from the game Author Trivia. Pumpkinhead getting uh. butt fucked by John Wayne Gacy <laughs> 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 from Monster Draft Number One. Uh, Nico edging. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. <laughs> Brick forgets what episode they are doing and starts talking about something else. So good. Brick loses it thinking about bees buzzing, oh, possibly yeah. being the sound of ejaculation. <laughs> yep. And David's time delay when he comes in in the middle of a different conversation and says, how about that thing where after you die, you can still get a boner? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> this one has a poster. Oh. This is probably going to be the hardest deliberation of the night. This one's really hard. Those are all huge laughs. If we're going by just sheer amounts of laughter, I think Nico edging. <laughs> yeah, that went on and on. Maybe right. and, and that and the and the boner one were maybe the pumpkin head was a long laugh. Yeah. Aaron almost died. Pump, yeah, pump, pumpkin head was too. <laughs> and the delayed reaction on pumpkin head was funny too. It took Aaron like yes. a few seconds to absorb that, and then when he did, his world changed. <laughs> Yeah, it also probably Pumpkinhead probably set up this or edging set up the longest running like inside Gag. jokes. Yeah, Pumpkinhead like, getting buffed up by John McGeesey and Pumpkinhead's prostate is <laughs> like a diabolical twofer. But Nico edging is is right up there. It was pretty funny. Yeah, I don't even remember the the what's the what was the original? You froze and oh, just yeah. so okay. the, it just you just disappeared for a minute and then Aaron's like Nico's been edging. Positive, you were edging the entire time. You just, just busted. It. Yeah, that's why you were. That's why you were frozen. And it was not amidst the silliness. It was in the middle of a very yeah. normal conversation. Yeah. So then we lost it, and I think we laughed for like three minutes. Yeah. But also that the laugh from the Dave coming at the end or in the middle yeah. of the story about Brick's doctor with the boner thing was such a surprise laugh. Like it was so the juxtaposition of stories and, and the comment and the time delay was so good. I yeah. definitely almost yeah. died. And I, I also I just want to point out that Dave did say when this was last nominated that if this was funniest moment, it would be a different. That's true. I, th- I think that's getting my vote. I personally found the my Andrew one the funniest, but I know that was. I'm not expecting this one to win, but that I died. It's a Dark Horse candidate for sure, but it is very good. I, I definitely, when I edited that, listened to it like 30 times. <laughs> <laughs> and it was funny every time. It's still funny. It is not as funny as the boner thing. I think the boner thing might be the winner too. Even, yeah. even though the boner thing happened because of technical difficulties, the karmic internet forces landed those with perfect yeah. timing. Yeah, it was still so funny. And then you saying, if you have any other boner things to say, say now that... <laughs> boner things. It's also like it gets some residual humor too from how weird that story was as well. The whole story about your like fake ass doctor, like crazy like doctor, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like doctor who is now definitely dead. I'm voting for the boner as well. As am I. Yep. Looks like looks like the winner, Dave. How about that thing where after you die, you can still get a boner for sure. Going to his tombstone. Yeah. All right, we're gonna go. We're gonna go down memory lane for the next few. Nice. Get excited. So first, we have best formative yak babies moment. Oh, sure. uh-huh. We're gonna get all, all teary eyed and wistful here. And the nominees are the first yak babies recording weekend, where we realized the new thing would be different in the right ways, but also similar in the right yeah. ways. When Dave and Aaron talked about touching wieners in bro to bro urinals. <laughs> all of Spooktober 2018. Mm. 
eating uterus and umeboshi plums. <laughs> or Aaron surprising us by ending the first episode with yak babies yakking off. Because <laughs> if you had told us ahead of time, we would have said no. <laughs> and now it's just become the tagline. That's, that's I mean, by the definition, it's that's the most formal. Rammed it in there. Yeah. What's the category called? Best formative moment. Mm. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know, coming up, like the Yak Baby's Yakking Off tagline was a good bit of like timing and also just like a confirmation that it was going to be fun still. Like, yeah, like, business as usual. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in with that yeah. one. Right. Yeah. Did you plan that or was it spontaneous? No, it was spontaneous. Even better. Yeah. I mean, it was like I had like the idea in the back of my head, but they came out at the right time. It seems like the opposite of spontaneous. But All right. Okay. Next category. Best vocabulary coinage. This is for, for new terms. This one could have been a long list, so I, I yeah. narrowed it down. Aaron and Dave for Yeeks from the episode on used audio. <laughs> I don't want to be associated with Yeeks. <laughs> well, now you're being racist again. <laughs> God damn it. Choose Aaron. Brick for bio-divorce. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was the term for uh, your wife dying? Yeah. <laughs> brick for dummy jizz meal from unused audio dummy meals and aaron for barn dooring <laughs> who will die first and barn door might have been a, a phrase before but you definitely gave it a new context i say barn door doesn't count because i heard that from someone else on a different podcast so i feel like i, I okay buried it into our podcast but didn't come up with it myself right i think judging from our response it seems like bio divorce i think so yeah, yeah. <laughs> if it's not barn if barn dooring is technically eliminated then yeah if barn if barn dooring's out then plus no one's heard dummy just meal because that's on the last episode list right. that's true so we'll see maybe maybe you'll hear it i also i heard someone mention bio divorce after our recording Recording. What? No and, yeah, on a different podcast, someone had brought it up, and I was like, "Fuck, that was our idea first. So cease and desist. <laughs> That's a copyright strike. Yeah. Totally, biological divorce. <laughs> Jesus. We have three three more categories in our lifetime achievements, and then we're going to take a little break before we come back right, for okay. the heavy hitters. So our first of our lifetime achievement awards: best book hockey page count throwback oh. episode, and the nominees are July two thousand fourteen. Don't ask about the auto blow one. <laughs> 2014 Drunk Review, Come for Bigfoot. Yeah. 2013 Jittery Review, Zabiba and the King. Ooh, okay. Or November 2015, Tyler, not Gregson. Man, this is an all-star category. Those are some great episodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God, the Audible one is so fucking good. I can't believe the original <laughs> Drunk Review wasn't in there, dick. but I'm, I'm guessing that was, that's in a different category. It just didn't get nominations that it deserves. Sometimes it feels stopped. it so feels like Hollywood foreign if press if uh, if the original drunk review isn't in there, then I feel weird voting for a different drunk review because that's like the granddaddy of them all. Mm-hmm. So uh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go out of blue one. Out of one. I'm voting. So I, I re-listened to these two. I'm voting for Tyler, not Gregson. Really, Aaron. I mean, uh, Eric was trying so hard mm. to keep it boring. Uh, to oh, keep yeah, it, Eric. He like he like finally had us. T- Talking about poetry. Right. And he was trying so hard to steer the Tyler Gregson stuff back to like an actual conversation about poetry and like what makes it good and what yeah. isn't good. Right. And then Aaron rolled in with vagina sex fuck trouble. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. Yeah, which I have in a cup now. Mm. <laughs> 
The auto, but the auto blow stuff is pretty funny, and so is the Comfort Bigfoot. Comfort Bigfoot has given us a lot of mm. pleasure over the years. Like Leonard and Dale, I still those names still come up so often. Sure, just the word whore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think Zabiba and the King is responsible for some of our best comedy, but it's also the transcript of it that's funny more than the episode. Right. I was gonna say, yeah, right. I think the transcript I like more than the actual audio from the episode. Yeah. I'm gonna go auto blow one. Dave and Nico. It's a running gag. It's been running for a long time. It's hard if you haven't listened to it. So basically, auto blow or uh, Tyler not Gregson. I'm still going auto blow. Auto blow for me. Ooh, auto blow. All yeah. right, best page count throwback episode. Auto blow one. I guess not at this point. We'll have to re-release it. I think holds up. It was also my favorite because it was my first time with you guys after. That's right. Yeah, that's from right. Texas. That was Dave's return and Aaron. I believe you were in. I believe you were in. New Orleans for that one. I think I was, yeah. You were in New Orleans for one of the ones I listened to. Yeah. Mm. That was good. All right. Next Lifetime Achievement Award. Best book hockey page count throwback moment. Nice. The nominees are The Gordie Howe Hat Trick, Aaron's Venture into the Stygian Darkness, and writing It's a Shitty World. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Was that Burlap Sack <laughs> moment? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a burlap sack. A yeah. With a steak yeah. knife, yeah. Yeah. During a snowstorm with beef stew around. Oh, God. Right? Yeah. Oh, Eric, eating that beef stew silently. Different episodes. Uh, oh, that was different? Yeah. Oh. Aaron revealing his wrong balls. Yeah. Vagina sex fucktropolis. <laughs> and rev.com. Oh, man. Well, yeah. Ding, yeah. ding, ding. The xylophone. This is, right this is a hard one. Boy. So I, I, I think Gordy Howe Hattrick was probably where we hit our grossest. <laughs> I don't, I don't Some think, of those holes are opening on their own. Gross. Yeah, we were talking about dead. carving holes in Gordy Howe's corpse and having sex with yeah. him. Like, it doesn't get any grosser. <laughs> <laughs> that might have been also the point where, like, names started getting changed. <laughs> <laughs> Colonel Burrito. <laughs> that was a game where I came up with weird hockey terms and you guys had to That's right. ascribe a sex act to it. <laughs> The Stygian Darkness and those <laughs> and those and those comics was a pretty both a pretty fun night and those comics were hilarious and yeah and it was Smudgment Day it was Smudgment Day oh, right, Snowpocalypse yeah. Aaron revealing his wrong balls is probably the most crystallizing mm. of any moment mm. it's a good moment but he revealed them to us true. off air true. it, it yeah. was off air that's true it was at a party. I still I have to go Stygian Darkness because that was a whole journey yeah. And that's also one of my favorite. Yeah. That weekend of recording was very memorable because yeah. of the cabin, the snowstorm of it all, the darkness of it all. It was just like a perfect yeah. recording sesh. That was a good one. Best throwback moment goes to Aaron's venture into the Stygian darkness. Nice. All right. And finally, before our break, the best book hockey page count throwback soundboard comment. <laughs> I think we all know. The nominees are Aaron for, oh, it's thick. You're not going to play them? Don't I don't. Here. I don't have the soundboards lost. I, I have the file somewhere. I can. I, I can maybe insert them. There you go. Right here. <laughs> it's <laughs> thick. Oh. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> oh. Dave, for who wants to start by shitting on a book? Who wants to start by shitting on a book? Nico, for I'm not a fucking duchess. <laughs> just dry humping walls while I wear <laughs> jeans but just... no underwear. And Eric, for oh no, oh my god. <laughs> Oh no! Oh my god! <laughs> it has to be for me. For me. Oh no! Oh my god! Oh no! Oh my god! I feel like that got uh, yeah, the most but play. Odds thick is a s- strong contender. Yeah. I can't believe yeah. that Dave's pissing didn't make it onto this nomination. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. A minute of Dave's urine stream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that we've listened to so many times. 
And then what was it? It was like, could you guys hear that? (laughs) (laughs) Just the pain, though, in the it's thick one. It's thick. It's thick. (laughs) And then we ran in a loop. I can still hear. What's the con? Oh, no. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. What's the context for that one? I forget. He was doing... Oh, thick? No, the, the... Oh, no. Oh, my God. He was doing the bit from the Lonely Planet or Lonely Island CD where they're, like, doing a skit, like, a, a parody of rap, rap album skits where it's, like, hey, did you hear this guy got shot? And then, like, there's one character who's, like, a really, I guess, kind of an effeminate voice going, like, oh, no. Oh, my God. Like, someone who's, like, more... Usually the skits guys are, like, oh, man, I can't believe that. It's horrible. But he's, like, being a bit more, like, I don't know how you want to describe it. Right. Got it. Yeah. Stereotypical. Yeah. But just, like, Eric's, <laughs> Eric's version of that just became like a memento like it's like yeah we also used it as the wrong answer sound effect. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's gotta have the vote <laughs> all right we're gonna take one last commercial break this one is brought to you by lewis's <laughs> though they didn't win so they were snubbed so earlier but there's still a loyal spot yeah for sure Welcome back to the final chapter of our six-hour extravaganza. Yeah, these are the big ones. These are the categories everyone is, is here for. This is where we, we stop giving out the, the mini trophies and we give out the, the full full bars. Oh, shit. This is like Halloween. All right. The category is Most Memorable Visual Imagery. And the nominees are Aaron's Corpse Propped Upon a Stone Crypt Toilet from Bro to Bro Crips. <laughs> Jason Voorhees wearing two masks, one on his face and a smaller one over his dick. <laughs> <laughs> Monster Draft uh-huh. One. David barnacle dicking through his neighbor's window. <laughs> <laughs> From game, do blanks have dicks? Or Aaron riding the orange line with an octopus in his rectum. Oh Unused audio. Yeah. Aaron and the octopus. Wriggling. <laughs> Wriggling. Octopus <laughs> up his ass. Yikes. This one, this one could go many ways. This is tough, yeah. My my gut reaction is to go for Jason Voorhees. Same, but I think the most lasting imagery is Aaron's corpse prop mm. on a stone toilet, and then him being found <laughs> by archaeologists. Yeah, definitely the most apt yeah. for sure, and and also the most likely yeah. to actually happen, and the most on brand. So yeah, I vote for Toilet Mummy. Yeah, Dave Barnacle dicking his neighbor was pretty funny, especially since his initial reaction was just to cut a glory hole into his neighbor's apartment. Yeah, <laughs> just gonna burst through with his dick before I we think. told him he could actually go out yeah. one window and back in another. Yeah, path of least resistance. I'm gonna vote for Jason. I think that that was one of our best last two was the little the little hockey mask on Jason's cock. Yeah, Brick yeah. couldn't even get out the line. He was already he was pre laughing. <laughs> Shit, that whole episode is full of yeah. uh-huh. nice the big laughs. are good. Oh man, that's a tough one. I don't think we're given enough uh, time to Aaron pulling a wriggling <laughs> octopus out of his asshole on the fucking commuter rail to Plymouth. Just like standing at the front of the train. Was that a reference to Old Boy, where he eats the octopus like alive? I don't even remember how it, it was came a bro up. to bro. I don't remember how it came up either. We'll have to listen to it again. Yeah, I didn't re-listen to it. It was a. I think it was a bro to bro. I think it was. Brick's idea. But I think... Wait, that speaks it... to its visual imagery, though, where we remember that very well, but mm. we don't remember what the hell the episode was about. Yeah. Also was it was drunk as fuck during that one, too. You can hear it on yeah. the audio. It, wasn't a, it was a cut audio from something else, but I just don't remember what it was coming mm. from. 
Yeah. I don't know. I, I think I might. I think I might need to go with Jason Voorhees. Two two masks here. All right. So funny. Because the we decided that the monsters yeah. were all naked. <laughs> yeah. And then Aaron said, "What about the hockey mask?" <laughs> I said, "Yeah, he's he's got two. One on his face and one on his face. Yeah, that's I'm funny. going right toilet money. So good. All right. Congratulations. He's going for toilet. Aaron, what do you think? Oh, Voorhees, for sure. All right. Congratulations to Jason Voorhees and his two masks. All right. Best original music. And the nominees are Aaron for Old Man Tinder. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Brick for the Canon or Canon theme. That was a good one. Aaron and Brick for the mailbag theme. <laughs> Aaron and Dave for Your Dick is on My Lips, or Aaron and DeBarge for Rhythm <laughs> of the Night Boat to Tangier. <laughs> what was the first one? Old Man Tinder. Oh, yeah. Hmm. I'm going with Old Man Tinder, I think. It was just like perfect timing, mm-hmm. and it brought down the whole episode. It was We finally realized that we couldn't run with that intro. And then we published it anyway, but <laughs> yeah, I the, the barge it was a, thing. It was a three, two, one moment <laughs> where Aaron made us listen to like three minutes of that fucking song before the punchline <laughs> came for one joke. It was good too. Was yeah. Good. All right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> was there a joke when you ran the A team? Was did you insert anything into that, or was it just I the said, whole theme? Because the narration's like, if you are a problem, yeah. if you can't get anybody help, and you can find that, maybe you can hire the A team. And I just said the yak oh, yeah, yeah, over right. instead. They would listen yeah. to the final minute and then of the, the podcast. whole thing ran. Yeah. <laughs> Or the intro where it goes on forever. I'm tempted to vote for DeBarge because I liked it. I was very proud of my joke. And I talked about it with my roommate for a long time before I even did it. I was like, I got this great idea. It's been really funny. And I can't wait to do it. And then I did it. And I was like, I'm proud of how funny this is. Um, but yeah. I do more than anything love the extemporaneous nature of your <laughs> my dick is on your lips when you're sucking my cock mm. <laughs> or my dick is on your lips when I'm sucking your cock yeah, yeah. that was great so I'm voting for that hmm. alright we're split again Kathleen what's funnier a Hollow Notes parody about sucking cock or <laughs> what's the other option DeBarge uh, or a parody of DeBarge's The Rhythm of the Night where instead of saying Philly Heat of The Rhythm of the Night I said Philly Heat of The Rhythm of the Night Boat to Tangier which is the name of a book by Kevin Barry that David likes Hollow Notes <laughs> Hold on, yeah. Thank you, right. Aaron and Dave, you're on my lips. Congratulations on your spe- special. Both were good. Sexy yak yay. All right, we're into the we're into the finals. The category: excellence and offensiveness. Oh, okay. So these these remaining four categories go to full episodes, wow. and they have a number of nominees. All right. So for excellence and offensiveness, which is the most yucky yuck babies, the nominees are unused audio. Aaron's gap year. <laughs> Unused audio, Aaron and the Octopus. Unused audio, a streetcar named Great. <laughs> Game, look who fucking now, too. Unused audio, Yeeks. Game, author trivia. <laughs> Finally, bro to bro, freezer pews. <laughs> Do we need to go through and describe what these yeah, are? Yeah, why not? Probably. Yeah. yeah. All right. So Aaron's Aaron's gap year was talking about how Aaron took a year off of college or before college and just spent it masturbating <laughs> <laughs> and collecting the results and I collecting believe? the yeah. results in jars of baby food. Right. Yep. <laughs> That's what it was about. <laughs> I blocked that one out. The best. Aaron and the octopus. We've already talked about. It was Aaron on the orange line with a yeah. wriggling octopus coming out of his butt. Yeah. Unused audio. A streetcar named Grape was Nico. 
talking about if the streetcar from a streetcar named Desire was a sentient being that raped people, it would be called a streetcar named Rape. Lucas fucking now was just offensive. Uh, Aaron read us like rape porn, and then we had to talk about it. And it was like which monster yeah, was it? Was yeah. was the subject of the porn? Yeah, it just so happens yeah. they all involved rape. There's a lot of them do. Unused audio eeks was when it was supposed to be a spooky intro, and Aaron suggested we call ourselves Eek Babies, and then we landed on Yeeks, and then Dave said that sounds like a racial slur, and then used it as such. I think it was get those Yeeks out of here. Still not sure what race it refers don't to. Which is the best that. part? <laughs> Stop there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Game author trivia was when I implied that Aaron called Maya Angelou a whore. Yeah. Brodebro freezer pubes lost us listeners and Aaron probably some friends yeah. because he talked about uh, he and Dave talked about how pubes sometimes end up in their freezer. <laughs> There's some strong contenders on this one. When Aaron was like, guys, do you ever find pubes in your freezer? I think my roommate is putting pubes in your freezer. And then after like three minutes of investigation, we found out that Aaron sometimes puts his boxers in the freezer. Oh, it, was it, was Dave. Dave. it was Dave. Oh, it was Dave. Yeah. And we're like, well, we solved it. Yeah. And then that was it. Mine are just that was the whole... in the air. <laughs> like big pupen yeah. was what we called you. Yeah. Pupen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. I said, I think we can make a good case for Aaron's gap yeah. year on this one, but my vote, my vote's going to go for "Look Who's Fucking Now" too. Cause yeah. By by halfway through that episode, I just wanted it to end. Maybe not even halfway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think I I would say that it's the uh, the freezer pubes because that was the 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 reason that the Patreon started, the paywall started. That's true. That's a good point. Uh-huh. That's I mean that's compelling. It, yeah. <laughs> true and if it weren't for that the look who fucking now would have gotten us arrested yeah that's a a really tough call that's a really good point because yeah Yeah, the effects of it i would say gap year on its own but the effects of the freezer pubes episode offended people to the point where we started a whole different thing yeah yeah in terms of pure offensiveness i think that yeah i mean we've had Aaron's gap Aaron's Aaron's gap year is pretty gross we've had stuff more offensive than finding pubes in your refrigerator but yeah that show yeah. lost us listeners and forced us behind a paywall so that's maybe yeah. but <laughs> any oh, of yeah. these also would do that if they had just come first it's true we right. hadn't plumbed the depths of depravity just yet i i i, I am uh, i support that argument i think you're right i think that even though it's not the most offensive it did lead to the most offense okay right because others haven't heard the offensiveness of who fucking yeah to. which some would say is the definition of offensive right <laughs> All right, congratulations to Freezer Pews for being the most offensive (laughs) thing we ever put on the internet that you know of. (laughs) Chances are you haven't heard who fucking two, and that's probably for the best. Yeah, that wasn't immediately deleted. And our final three, which is our superlative categories. Category is best comics, movies, or games episode. And the nominees are... Episode 20, Grant Morrison's All-Star Good Superman. One. Episode 99, The Witcher. Episode 27, Creepshow. And episode 41, Movie TV Adaptations of Books. Oh. Huh. I'm surprised that um, Hidden Agenda didn't make it onto this list. That what? Overlooked. Hidden, Hidden, the Choose an Adventure game. Oh. That was like the first weekend we played that. It was yeah, one of the early with episodes. Cockney accent. And isn't that where the Dicks Up rating system came from? <laughs> I think it so is. It's also important in that way. 
I mean, we can write it. We can write in hand agenda if you want. Creep show was good. That was a really fun one. Yeah. So from a downloads perspective, movie TV adaptations of books was more popular. Not really. I don't really remember that one. Do you know what we talked about? Yeah, we talked about movie and TV adaptations of books. My votes for Creep Show. It was I fun. Like yeah, show. watching it beforehand was enjoyable as well. Although adaptations of TV or or whatever got us a listener comment and a very nice listener email which led to the Watchmen episodes. That's true. Okay. We talked about Shakespeare on that and a few others. Oh, yeah. Right. I can't remember what other adaptations oh, we talked man. about. Oh, man. We should have put that in one of the in the Lost episodes category as the Shakespeare episode. Shakespeare, right? Yeah, I just so forgot about it. didn't even record. Now, right? We just talked about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we just talked about it so much. We're like, what? Yeah, that was good. <laughs> no sense redoing that. It was it lost in terms of not being recorded in the first place. I'll say Creepshow, too. All right. Congratulations to Creepshow. Also part of Spooktacular 2018. Oh, yeah. Best bonus episode. And the nominees are Bro to Bro, Stalkers. AKA the cake episode. Monster Draft 2. Yeah. Bro to Bro, Wiping. Bro to Bro, Who Will Die First? <laughs> and Emi, Yak Facts. Okay. Those are also good. Shit. I mean, I've got to go with the cake <sighs> episode. Fuck. Yeah. So good, but Who Will Die First is so much fun, man, and so dark and sad. Yeah, it's really yeah. sad. It's a hard one. I've listened to Monster Draft two, I think like four times, and it came out yeah, recently. Good. Yeah, it's a really good one. Yeah, yeah, this one's hard for me. Wiping's not on the list. Oh man, wiping is so good. It is, but it's not as good as the others. It also has like so it has Dave's famous quote, which is great. But there's also there's other hidden gold in that episode too. Discussion mm-hmm. of chaos agents shows up in that episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. I also think Yak Facts comes off this list. It's good, but yeah. Even though it had a number of really funny moments, including Lulu, yeah. Animal Dwarf right, Lulu. Right. That's a good one for sure. I, I think this is between the cake story and Monster Draft 2. Yeah. With Who Will Die First being our, our dark horse. Who <laughs> Will Die First? Stalking dark horse. Yeah. I mean, I will say, I mean, the cake episode is really good. Mm-hmm. Both because, I mean, I enjoy telling that story because it's just a, a ridiculous story. But also the, the frame up of Brick's story about his stalker like leading up to the cake story is a good two for one. And also how fucking weird Briggs soccer story is too. Like that's a great, like part of the episode mm-hmm. too is how bizarre that story yep. is. Yeah. Who will die first had us decide to do an $8 taunting though. <laughs> yeah. With three fifths of an Irish burrito or something is part of the prize. <laughs> that one had so many uh-huh. good moments. Shit. That is hard. Monster draft two had the consequences. Oof. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, there's another lost episode because I still haven't done the TKG consequences. Did I? Or did oh, I right do that? Now. I don't think I did it. I don't think so. And one of the funniest one of the funniest gags of that to me is when Brick is choosing his secretary of the treasury and there's a, like a hidden, <laughs> a, a non-spoken joke that is funny because it's not said aloud and because we all just intuit it from what's going on. Yeah. It's It made me laugh. But it was really it's lost hard. to me. I don't do it again. It was the golem. Brick was talking about Secretary of Treasury. He was like, I have an idea, but I don't want to say it aloud. And I was like, I said something about, I can't remember what I, what I said. And he was like, yeah. And I said, I know what it is. Because he was going to make an anti-Semitic joke about choosing a golem, oh. which is like a like traditional Jewish monster, to be his Secretary of Treasury. Got it. Making mm. a very untoward joke about 
but it was just the it was just the clicking of the joke in the moment was great i'm voting for the cake story i am too because i think the cake story anyone can listen to that and yes. think it's funny and i think i you, agree i think if most people if i show them the monster draft they're gonna fall off in about a minute and a half mm-hmm. be like, you, you're an idiot possibly <laughs> not even make it through the scene of the theme song to the monster draft which is me seeing the monsters theme song with monster draft lyric i do like that we had an elaborate setup and then we forgot about it so then it kept changing yeah. like we wrote we had this whole story that we told in the beginning and then halfway through dave's like so is there there's housing development <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah the crocodile ben we're still doing yeah that. i guess yeah. yeah cake story could it also it could have just easily been a conversation we had at percy's or whatever it was like yes. all right congratulations for sure wow this is it god this oh. Okay, final one of the night. This is it. This is all the cheese. All the yak cheese. Wow. Freshly strained. The category is Best Literary Episode. And the nominees are Episode 12, Stuart Dibbick's Coast of Chicago. Good one. Episode 58, Stuart O'Nan's Last Night at the Lobster. Also good one. Episode 28, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Also good one. Episode 3, Is a Creative Writing MFA Worth It? Famous. Episode 44, Michelle McNamara's I'll Be Gone in the Dark. Solid. And episode 93, Malcolm Lowry's Under the Volcano. Man, those are all good. I'm going to go Last Night at the Lobster. I feel like it's the most approachable, maybe. Yeah, why? The least thorny of a text. And the creative MFA, I feel like, doesn't fit the category as well. Hmm. That one's, that one's a popularity. Is there a most yeah. popular episode by that far? One's, that one's got like 10 times the downloads of any other episode. Yeah. Lobster? No, the MFA one. Yeah. Oh. For no, me, the lobster MFA. was probably the most fun one on this list to both read and talk about. But from uh, I want to listen to it because we actually dug into a book. It's between Dybbuk, Lowry, and F- Frankenstein for me. I think all three of those, I was pretty satisfied hmm. how we got into those books. Yeah. I mean, the lobster episode is good because it was, I mean, it's not the first time we've read the same book and talked about it, but it was, I feel like it was the start of mm-hmm. a trend has led to what's now like the latter half of the podcast or like the most recent sort of trend is like reading books together and talking about them most often like the watching episodes that we did recently come directly from that episode for sure and it was a good book and i really love talking about it and i know people have read it based on that discussion which is nice i think i think i want to put forward under the volcano because it was the one that didn't have one of us trying to convince the others it was worth reading you know what i mean like so like obviously i love frankenstein and i wanted you guys to read it so i brought that into it and obviously the opposite happened with with dybbuk and you guys right whereas right. lowry's like you kind of read it on a whim based off of a game that we read and you said hey this is pretty good so then we also read it and then we right. both got a book we really liked out of it as well as a pretty good episode right right with dybbuk we drank king alfonso's which is nice yeah that helps and we're able and to we really zeroed in on some of those stories in a in a fun way yeah it contains the dave's famous line i want to crawl in this book and die in it right <laughs> mfa is probably my favorite one to listen to of the group but maybe really yeah i think so it feels like we had a good time with it learned a lot about each other it was also in that first recording session that we did so right i feel like uh so my my argument for last night the lobster would be for all the marbles that if a random listener read that book that's the most approachable book whereas like under the volcano is not approachable frankenstein is mm. semi-approachable and that's a good point yeah. last night the lobster i feel like is 
Right. Smooth sailing. How long did it take you to read that, though? What, Last Night at the Lobster? Two years. <laughs> it was a book that really surprised me. Which? Lobster. And it was the birth of Dave's and mine love affair with Stuart. Yeah, and too. our podcast, Obsession with Stewards. <laughs> right. Right. I'm with Nico. I vote for Last Night Lobster as well. God damn. Where, where, where are you at, Dave? I'm hurting. I'm, I'm sticking with, with Lowry as my vote. That one just is not going to get my vote, which means that it doesn't matter. No, but well, you need to go on the is. record here. For the roll call, mm-hmm. your vote needs to be recorded. <laughs> this is this is important historical document. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. Fucking abstaining on the final the final category. I'm gonna go MFA. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right, our best episode. <laughs> narrow margin. By a very narrow margin. Stuart O'Nan's Last Night at the Lobster. I just decided I'm gonna read that again. Those are all great episodes. Right now. Nice. Those are all great episodes, and if you're listening to this and are looking like for episodes to listen to because we want to check them out, those are all worth like going back to the back feed and starting with. Those are all those are really good discussions for sure. That's it. Play the wow. play the outro music. Make sure you get your pictures taken on the red carpet. Insta all that stuff up. My plan is to play the Oscar music on the way in, and then the Garfield theme song on the way out, and see if anyone notices. <laughs> and they won't because no one got this far except for bonnie thanks for listening bonnie and us say hi to us it's really nice in a in a pandemic to have a podcast with your friends i recommend it to everyone it's great you guys you guys take care of my commute home from work it's great someone was talking about on twitter the other day about like sometimes when you start a project that you feel like is like you know, self-indulgent or whatever like there's like people say like there's too many podcasts there's too many blogs whatever that can be self-defeating and i'm like Start a podcast with your friends and do it over Zoom. It's so much fun. Like it's better in person yeah. for sure, obviously, but still, like it's yeah. worth it to like connect to your friends and like just talk about yeah. bullshit. We, we literally have hundreds of hours of recording of stupid shit at this point. Yeah, it's yeah. a fun. There's shit, so many good uh, that there's so if, many good podcasts out there, and I just listen to ours. Like when I'm out walking, it's <laughs> mm. yeah, it's pretty much the yeah. only one I listen to at this point, which is yeah. And even if it's just for just us, like it's friends. I don't know, I have our existence. <laughs> yeah, us being hilarious for a long time. Good job, Brick. Thank you. This is. This is really wonderful. I really enjoyed this. I can't wait for Yaki's 2021. We'll have to f- we'll find it. All right. All right. Yak maybe is yakking off. Good. Friends are there. To help you get started. To give you a push on your way. Friends are there. To turn you around. Get your feet on the ground for a brand new day. They'll pick you up when you're down. Help you swallow your pride when something inside's got to break on through to the other side. Friends are someone you can open up to When you feel like you're ready to flip When you've got the world on your shoulders Friends are there to give you a tip Friends are there when you need them They're even there when you don't